warning, listening to the creep-off might leave you triggered. This episode may contain murder, rape, laughing at murder and rape, ableism, Lenny Dykstra, serial keaters, smile-talking, fat-shaming, child abuse, drug abuse, pizza abuse, victim-blaming, and the state of Florida. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Hamburger, I ain't going to have it. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite true crime podcast. The show about creeps by creeps. For you creeps, I'm your host. My name is Vinny. My name is Vinny. And this sack of shit in the box next to me is Carl Hamburger. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? I thought we were friends. What just happened? What's going on here? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I not felt good since last week's episode. Oh, why is that, buddy? What's going on? Well, I think you're going to find out that the fans are none too pleased with you right now. They're not pleased with me. Mm-hmm. What have I done wrong? Oh, this who me nonsense. Yeah, come on. What, what, what are you talking about? What are you, Putin? I've done nothing wrong here. You've invaded the Ukraine, my friend. <laughs> no, what you've done, sir, is you are the for the first time... Refused to do a consequence. Yeah, it was a really stupid consequence driving to Gary, Indiana. It's just, I, I will make it back to Chicago sometime. Like, if you want, I can just do it whenever I can get there. But I don't think you want that. I think you want consequences to be done. And you called me a loser for saying that I would go and do it. Yeah, that is kind of uh, something a loser would do. Oh, I want to fight you right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I wasn't wrong. You are wrong. You're definitely wrong. If I'm a loser, then all those creepomaniacs out there, brother, are losers, too. No, that's not true. Um, there's a lot of Cousaroos out there who are, are fine folks. Jesus Christ. All right, Carl, fine. I want to bring on our results, girl, to settle our tie. Right now, we are tied at 4-4. Four, four. Someone at the end of this episode is spinning the wheel behind me. That's correct. Now, Carl, for some reason, even though you bailed on doing your consequence to Gary and said, I'll do anything else, whatever... You somehow dictated the terms of how this was going to go. Well, and you fucking Jedi tricked me because I didn't even realize you did it until like an hour after I left. You left. No, hold on a second. Like, I feel like I'm a slow asshole now. You, like, are, you, you really got it over me. You are me. a slow asshole, but hold on a second. That's not true because I was going to give you the choice of what my consequence would be. And you decided to give the listeners the choice. So you actually dictated. What I'm referring to is you saying that uh, you would do if I, if, <laughs> okay you said that if everybody votes for you yep and you win this week and you win and i have to spin the wheel yep. that you would let them pick your consequence correct yes okay that's what you said it's a pretty good move on my that part still involved me spinning the wheel pretty good move on my and part, then you think? said hey if i lose i'll spin the wheel twice right correct okay I am so stupid. I am the. How did I agree to this? It's a. It's a good There's deal. So many awful things. I should have just. I should have just said, "Yep, I'll pick it." I should have just said, "Yep, I'll pick it." You should have. And um, also, I want to point out. There's a reason why I didn't tell you that was my plan before the show. 
Because I knew it would take a little while to figure out what I was up to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the rope-a-dope. Yep. All right. I'm going to bring out our lovely results girl, Jessica, to find out what's going to happen. We are tied four to Hello. four. The winner of this week gets to avoid the wheel of consequences. Either we're, either I'm spinning and Carl is getting to uh, do a consequence you all picked, yep. or Carl is spinning twice today. That's correct. Jessica. Okay, you ready? Who won? Okay. I'm going to build it up because it's a tie. With 260 to 131. Whoa. 66.9% of the vote. Carl, you get a chance to do the consequence because Vinny wins. Please. Come on. Okay, Carl. So I'm spinning twice today is what you're telling oh, me. Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm about to taunt you in the most boomer way possible okay. by asking you a simple question. Great. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. All right. Now, I may be slow, but I beat your ass. I'm not going to raise a stink about this, Vinny. I did notice late in the week I was in the lead. By 53% of the vote. And now you're telling me that I lost by 66%. Okay, so, so fun facts I learned. Do we know that one the person voting is voted working? for you 40 times? Okay. So we know that. We we went through and uh, examined all of the IP addresses. I got to start selling like VPNs or something. I don't know. Who are these podcasts? Dude, we sent you the raw results data. You have the results data. Call the fucking MyPillow guy okay. and fucking get your shit together. <laughs> okay. And here to join me in my victory celebration, folks, you know from Tell Him Steve Dave, it's our buddy Brian Johnson. I don't know why I should feel victorious, but somehow I do. Oh, did you vote for Vinny? <laughs> Brian! Brian! I might have had... I, my, my hand may have been forced. <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded by assholes. I feel like uh, space balls over here. Yeah, you're fucking space balls, all right. <laughs> Pal, I'm so thrilled. I don't know what to do. You're going to have to spin the wheel twice today. Principal now, Uncertainty says, this was legit. I didn't even cheat for Vinny this time. Thank All you. right. Thank There's a you. lot of shenanigans going on on this show, I, I have a feeling. Well, I want to discuss this with you because I know at the end of the episode today, we are going to be spinning the wheel. Count them. Not one time. Two times, baby. That's two chances to pass the spin. Now, here's two what chances. we have on the board right now. Okay? It is not two chances to pass the spin because sure. I will give you one chance on pass the spin for losing this round. Your mate good. There will be no pass the spin on that fucking wheel, sir. No, you're not changing the rules. It's the, 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 I will the certainly wheel have. will speak. The wheel will speak. No. No, this absolutely is not. Chance. You, you do I not might... get to just bail no. out of consequence no. and have an opportunity to weasel yes, I do. your fucking rat That's face out of it. That's how the game is played, my no friend. No fucking who's way, Who's changing rat the rules now? No, who's changing the rules? Me, baby. I'm changing the rules. I don't agree to this. I don't agree to this. <laughs> Let's put a poll up on Twitter right now. Actually, don't do that. Let's, don't, don't do that. Let your super chat speak for you, folks. How about that? Okay, there you go. Should Carl be allowed to double Vinny, pass are, the spin? Are you as awful as Carl if you're going to change the rules in the middle of the game? Is it really changing the Thank rules, you, though? Brian. Thank you. Yes, it is. Well, if the, if the 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 pass is always supposed to be up there, mm -hmm. I feel like he should have the opportunity. To, you know it's not going to happen, bro. You may know I make, it's not going to happen. May I make a clear argument on this? Sure. I believe that Carl is the one who breached the rules. And therefore, oh, yeah. when desperate times call for desperate measures, this is someone who has just said, nope, I'm already, the wheel already spoke. 
Can you I, denied the wheel. Can I make a point? You said, fuck you, Hold Will. On. I'm going to do what Hold I want. Hold on, Vinny. Let, you, me, let me make a point real quick. Thumbs your nose up at let it. Let me make one point. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> Good point. Thank you. Yes. Sure showed me. Sure, sure showed me. <laughs> but no, I don't think you get to just bail on, have an opportunity to bail on the past. Uh, well, hold on a second, though. So you're changing past the spin to TBD? How is that? Well, you're gonna That's not going to satisfy anyone. I was going to offer, because number one on the wheel is winner's choice, which would be me. I was going to offer if it lands on that and make it Brian's choice because he's joining us on the show today. In what world are you a winner? That's what's wrong with this the show goddamn right here. Dabble verse, <laughs> the goddamn Dabbleverse, Carl. The Dabbleverse, I win. a winner tells me this show is fucked. There's a problem that we have with this show. When we live in a world where like comic books and movies have taught us there's infinite realities, I could be a winner in one, too. <laughs> Fuck I, yeah. Thank you, Brian. I agree. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Finally. It takes a multiverse for Vinny to be a winner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, the, in the multiverse where I'm a winner, I'm a black lady who rides a motorcycle. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Spider-Verse reference. Nobody got it, but Jess. All right. Uh, folks... We're going to uh, thank Jessica for coming out today. Are there were there any comments or thoughts about Carl's bailing on his consequence on the uh, Reddit page? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like, why 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 bother voting if Carl won't do his consequence anyway? Yep. Good good point. Stop voting for Vinny. <laughs> Don't even bother. <laughs> I agree. What else we got? Uh, it's super sweet that Carl would let Vinny skip his consequence and instead do one of Vinny's choosing in his stead if he wins yeah <laughs> mighty most... white of him <laughs> yeah sure is mighty white of him oh motherfucker all right well thank you jessica follow just daydreaming on social media and we'll see you soon just i'll tell you what we'll give you the uh the week off next week okay great thank you you're welcome <laughs> all right. i was going to south carolina anyway all right have fun <laughs> the gators are gonna get her Vinny. nobody listens to you on this show carl doesn't listen jess is like i'm fucking taking off anyway i don't care what Vinny says <laughs> yep. you gotta, your pimp hand is it's not strong Vinny. it's <laughs> oh i'm fucking winding up a backhand brian johnson don't you worry okay. all right don't you worry i won't I'm count you upset. out I won't. don't ever count me out <laughs> all right well i'll be spinning the wheel twice Later on in the episode, Great. let's move on with the show because we have a competition. We have another round to start up. We are tied 0-0 for this next round. And what we do now is we start with a wild card. That Every is time we start a new round, there is no specific creep category. We just find the creepiest creeps and make our case. Yep. So, Carl, I am going to uh, have you ring that bell. Okay. And uh, let's get it going. Since you won, you will start. That's correct. Carl is either super focused or frozen on my screen. <laughs> I'm, super, I'm super focused. For some reason, Vinny go. has all these cameras, and he, he decides to use the one that doesn't work on me. I don't know I why. I switched it out. I switched out the cables. I don't know. Oh, okay. Thanks. I actually thought you would appreciate that because it freezes. You could be over there taking a nap. It's basically the equivalent of fucking having the glasses with the eyes on the front. <laughs> sure. All right. So, folks, we've heard a lot recently about the Gilgo murders, uh, also the known as the Long Island serial killer case. Yeah, you sure. guys are familiar with it? Yeah, the, so very uh, much in the news. The next door neighbor called into the Drew and Mike show last week. It was very really. Yeah. I got to get to listen to that. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is a string of unsolved murders. Uh, the victims, mostly female sex workers, were discovered along a parkway in Suffolk County, New York, during the years 2010 to 2011. An architect by the name of Rex 
Howerman was apprehended recently after DNA evidence linked him to the murders of at least three of those women. Now, we're talking 2010-2011, the height of technology for tracking down DNA. People are great at it at that point. It's, sure. uh, it's very hard to get away with this many murders for that long this day and age is my point. So my question is, what took so long to catch a six foot four creepy guy from Massapequa who had 92 gun permits is my question, Carl. What took them so long? He did a great job covering his tracks, Benny. No, Carl. Oh. The answer is incompetence at the top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the answer. And that's why my creep today is uh, someone who is intricately involved. And his former colleagues dubbed him as a psychopath who was always, quote, horny with delusions of grandeur. They also said he was a sex-obsessed narcissist and a middle-aged bachelor with a vulgar disregard for social niceties. My creep today is an example of the guy who is the best hang gets the job combined with hiding in plain sight. It's former Suffolk County Sheriff James Burke. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Carl, this is a crazy story, and you're going to love it. I can't wait. I picked the entertaining story this week. I I think Brian just fell asleep with his eyes open now. Yeah, Brian's frozen now. That's great. (laughs) You're boring the hell out of (laughs) him. Brian left 10 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's doing the Eric Cartman thing. He pretends to freeze up. So, Carl, this guy became the chief of police in the middle of 2011, and by 2016, he was sentenced to federal prison. Okay. That's how good of a sheriff he was. That's not good. We lost Brian. That's not good. I'm sure he'll be back. Now, this guy got involved with law enforcement at a very young age, Carl, and because he got involved in the way that he did, it really helped him climb the scales at the police station in Suffolk County. Because at 14 years old, he was the witness of a murder. Okay. And he testified. Now, what he testified to is he caught someone stealing someone else's bike. So I assume this would piss you off. Yes. He was a rat. Yep. Right? He testifies in this murder case, and the district attorney at the time encourages him to become a cop. So, long story short, he does become a police officer, and he was a real bad one. A terrible cop, Carl. Here's some things he was accused of. He had a sexual relationship with a prostitute uh, in 1993. Her name was Loretta Rickenbacker. She's the mother of his adult child now. In an interview, she claims once they were at a diner and she left something at her house and asked to use his police car. He gave her the keys. He left his gun and his gun belt in the car, gave his hooker girlfriend the yeah, keys. It's the girlfriend. He yeah. Her. And she takes the car. And disappears. Guess what she goes and does with that? What's that? She goes back to her house and starts smoking crack with a bunch of other people. Now, Vinny, the creepiest part about this that you didn't even point out uh-huh. is the fact that this guy's fucking a hooker without a condom and finishing inside her. Yeah. That's in the early move. 90s. That's a creep move right there. Oh, very much what are you so. Doing? So, ran it on somebody for stealing a bike, didn't wrap it up with hookers. Disgusting. Okay. Crack Gross. smoking hookers. So, Burke's gun ended up in another crack house. Other police officers recovered it. He was reprimanded for that. And another time, Carl, uh, he was called out by his peers for allegedly having sex with Rita in his squad car while wearing his uniform. Oh, wow. That's kinky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, this spawned an internal affairs investigation he was pretty pissed off about. He also became very close with a madam named Heather Malone. She ran a prostitution ring. And she would actually accompany Burke to work events. 
Okay. So he would take like the madam to the police ball, to the policeman's ball. It's his girlfriend, Vinny. Well, just because that's what her job is. Yeah. He. They also found out later that he was communicating uh, information to her discreetly through pagers. Okay. They had codes and stuff like that. Now, also according to the Daily Can Mail. Can I guess what the code was, Vinny? 6969. 8008. Zero, zero, eight. Yep. Yep. Something like that. According to the Daily Mail, a sex worker named Leanne alleged that Burke often attended drug-fueled sex parties with escorts in Log Beach. Sweet. She claimed that he forced her to have rough sex with her and the former police chief and alleged that she once saw him grab a girl by the hair and drag her around. Uh, a Daily Beast profile for Burke mentioned that the disgraced officer was well known to have a penchant for not only frequenting sex workers, but for indulging in drugs. Now, I'm not going to king shame this guy. I was going to say, they're Brady, all fucking adults. This guy sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, you have to admit. But let me ask you a question. As far as a police officer goes. You want this guy in vice. Do you want him to be the police chief? I don't care. I'm not the one okay. murdering hookers. Well, Carl, <laughs> he becomes the chief of police in 2012, mainly on the recommendation of the lawyer from when he was a kid, yep. who was the district attorney of Suffolk County. They're like, oh, give it to the guy who fucks hookers or does drugs all weekend. Make him the chief. Okay. First order of business, I don't Carl? think attorneys get to choose who the chief of the police the is. The district but... attorney recommended him, and he was oh, appointed. Okay. All right. Yeah. He was also, like, the chief investigator for his office for a while. So, like, th these guys. So he must have done a pretty good job, then, is what you're saying. I agree. Very good job. Now, the first order of business when he took over the police, he opened a makeshift bar, which was open for every night for drinks in his office. So he just turned the police station into like his social Again, club. this guy sounds awesome. Okay. Well, let's hold on. Okay. Uh, his subordinates also had him, he was having his subordinates conduct surveillance on his girlfriend and girlfriend's ex-boyfriends. He also was a dick to work for. Okay. He held grudges. A police officer who was a dick? Jeez, yeah. I can't well, even imagine it. One guy named Pat Cuff testified he was demoted four ranks and sent to work in a property warehouse when Burke was promoted in 2012. Cuff said he led the eternal affairs investigation into Burke in the 1990s. Okay. So this was the guy who had to investigate him when he fucked the prostitute in the back of the cop car. So the first thing he does is he opens up a bar, and he's like, ah, mailroom, bitch! Evidence room! I would do that, too. Brian, welcome back to the show, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. I don't, I don't know what happened. My internet dropped out, and I'm hardwired, and I got it all going on, and it doesn't fucking matter, because... I'm a boomer and I'm not good at tech. No, I could back. just sit here. I could just sit here and fuck it up somehow. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I thought it was a masterful troll on both of us that you would just put up a still picture of you. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, Carl, all of these things, he's very unprofessional. And within his first year, okay, we're talking 11 months, his downfall starts. Okay. Because one day... In December of 2012, someone broke into his police-issued SUV outside of his house and stole a duffel bag. Okay. The thief was a kid named Christopher Loeb. He's a heroin addict who was basically doing breaking and entering into cars for make all of his money. That's some balls to go after the cop car, I gotta say. I agree. Maybe not a smart move, but he's got a, he's got a pair. So Sheriff Burke lost his goddamn mind. Sure. And it was a blood vendetta to get his bag back. All hands on deck. Now, mind you, there's a serial killer. They're dropping bodies off by the bay. But it, this is literally in the thick of all of this. Sure. Where the fuck is my bag? He's got the bar open. He's fucking losing his mind for this bag. They find the kid who took it. They bring him to the police station, and they shackle him to the floor. Okay? Burke barges into the room, 
and punches this kid square in the face. Nice. This is the sheriff. Punches nice. him square in the face and then started shaking his head and screaming, where's my bag? Why, where's my bag? Why become a cop if you don't want to rough people up? Vinny, that's the whole, that's one of the perks of the job. Well, you don't make a lot of money, but you get to punch people in the face. You're not allowed to punch people. Oh, you're in not the face. allowed to? Okay. Especially in front of 10 other cops. You're oh, not I, to do I that. thought that was okay. I didn't so, know that. Somebody's, somebody's woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He then threatens him. He says, You're a dopehead. You're a dopehead. Well, how about I give you a hot shot right now, motherfucker? And what that means is a tainted dose of heroin. He's like, How about I murder you? How about I fucking eject you and kill you right here? Okay. Not good things to do, not great choices. So, at that point, Mr. Loeb, who was very upset, says, I don't know why you're mad at me, pervert. Oh. What was to which point, Mr. Bad, bad, to which point Sheriff Burke gets really embarrassed and flustered and starts beating this guy up more. And he's beating the shit out of him in front of everybody. And uh, it turns out what was in the bag was uh, uh, Sheriff Burke's lingerie. Oh, really? His dildo. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of his porn. You sure it's not his girlfriend's lingerie and dildo? Uh, well, his girlfriend explained where the lingerie came um, from at the trial. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. He was a big fan of smoking crack and walking around in drag. No shit. Yeah. 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 And as well as a box of his favorite cigars. Okay. So they were all in his bag and he got very, very upset. Now, here's the really scary thing here. Loeb has later alleged that one of these dvds now he's done interviews recently like when he stole the bag he opened it up popped in one of the dvds he's like fuck i'll watch some free port i found mm -hmm. and he says it was a snuff film really like a real fucking snuff film so we actually got hillary clinton's duffel bag is what you're saying i think he got the vince foster snuff film <laughs> okay but that might explain why the police chief was freaking the fuck out so hard and this yeah, little guy that also would tell me to act like that's not yours. Don't tell anyone that your shit got. But stolen. it's too late. He's a drunk crackhead <laughs> who's been screaming about his duffel bag yeah, for a couple of yeah, days. That's pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. Yeah, it was pretty dumb, especially but when like Carl color. said, he could have put it on the girlfriend. I would have been like, yes, my girlfriend is a 46 long. Like, yes, <laughs> of course. She, she wears a husky size. <laughs> <laughs> she likes her laundry baggy. What's the problem? Yeah. Right <laughs> now at this point. The lawyers come in, like the prosecutor people from the DA's office come in, and this guy just got the shit kicked out of him by the sheriff, and he immediately tells on him. Yeah. Ruh-roh. Yep. Burke is now ordering all the other cops to lie for him. He is, like, hide the footage. He's doing everything he can to cover up what he did because he knows he went over the fucking line. Now, you know who came in to investigate this? It was more than internal affairs. Mm. The fucking FBI got involved, the Carl. The feds get involved, eh? And That's not good. How convenient the feds were already there because there is a serial killer dropping bodies off down by the lake. Sure. So if you're the sheriff and you want to save your job and you don't want the FBI poking around in your business, what do you do? You tell the FBI, we no longer need your assistance in this investigation and the FBI has to leave. Is that true? Yes. No. It is true. It's 100% true. Okay. I mean, unless it's like, fed I mean, it's not a federal crime. Murder is not a federal crime. You ask for the assistance of the FBI, and then they come and assist. Okay. So he told the FBI to fucking book it and get out of town. All right. Either way, he ended up pleading guilty to beat the fuck out of that guy. His girlfriend testified against him. All sorts of people came out about what a creepy pervert he was. And, folks, 
in February of 2016. He was found guilty to federal conspiracy and civil rights charges and served 46 months in prison. And he was released to a halfway house in November of 2018. So my point here is why did it take so long? Because this guy fucking sent all the resources away to cover up the fact that he smacked a guy around who found his dildo. All right. Fair enough. That's my creep this week. Sheriff James Burke. Very compelling story. Now, Vinny, I want to get caught up on some super chats. We have people who are communicating with us. We got some big ones coming. We got some good ones coming in here. Warren, two dollars. Give Carl the false hope. Hashtag Vinny Winnie. Yeah, put put it back on the board. I agree. Dayla, two bucks. Vinny's a winner in fraudulent votes. Correct, Dayla. Thank you. Radish Diff with uh, two euros says, shut up and let Brian destroy someone, please. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll be quiet soon. He'll have his turn. My boy CMOS4044 with five euros. Hi, Carl and Vinny. You guys are awesome, and you will read my super chat. Hi, Brian. Also, I'm currently sporting my four-color Demons hockey shirt. All right, Cosmos, or CMOS4044. Yeah. Well done. The man. Good guy. And back again, CMOS 4044. No mercy for consequence, Welshers. Yeah, Welcher, he called you. Yeah, I see that. Oh, Deadpool. Deadpool, thank you very much. You know what? Deadpool is going to get a. Uh, is going to get one of these. Yay, Super Chats. And I'm going to give him a. $49.99. Thank you, sir. Okay, I convinced the adult special education teacher to let me substitute teach for a day. What was the website I was supposed to have the vote for video on? <laughs> See? <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! That's the creepoff.com, dead fool. Yes, it is. And I'm annoying, says, gave us 499 said vote for Vinny. That is annoying. I'm a fan. <laughs> that is annoying. Thank you for that. All this right. is some backlash you've faced, Carl. I know. I, I don't think I've ever, uh, I've ever seen something like this. We have never gotten before. more voicemails in a week, ever. This is, uh, people are against me on this one, I feel like, Vinny, based on the voting. <laughs> Everyone but Dela. When I definitely, definitely brought the bigger Ukrainian creep last week, but somehow I lost. So. Big time. Dela, thanks for the two bucks. Says Vinny has the audacity to sell a cheat. Vote Carl. That's bullshit. All right. I, fe- I felt that bringing Chickatella was the same as bringing, uh, like that Pickens, that Willie Pickens guy that I brought. Kind of easy. It's been well done. Well, but- yeah, you're but right. I, I was able to win. So, Carl, there was no reason you shouldn't have won unless there was some sort of bad feelings about I you. Think, I think it was a backlash. Can I please I point out something about that getting. before Carl presents? Because I would like to speak to what you just said, Brian. <laughs> yeah. I presented Chicatello already, and I did a way better job. I had all oh. the video of him yelling in court about his penis not working and ranting and raving and waving it at people. Carl just played a documentary that he found that was boring right. as shit. All right, I lost, Vinny. All right, relax. You don't have to rub my face in it. You know how you could have won, Carl? You could have reenacted that scene without the video. <laughs> That's what I should have done. should have whipped my package out. In front of a bunch of Russian old ladies who faint. It'll be great. Now, is, uh, is Brian um, presenting a creep this week, or is it just you and me? No, it's Brian's presenting one, too. Now, yeah, I got a wild card guy. Are we going to make Brian go last, or do you want him? Uh, I, I'll leave it up to you, Brian. You want to go next, or do you want to go last? I'll go last. Okay. Yeah, well, then, worry. in that case, I'll present to you my creep. My creep is the son of a man named Blackie Dammit. Blackie Dammit's real name is Michael Ketis. Michael Ketis had a son named Anthony, and when uh, Anthony was 12 years old, he went with his father to the Rainbow Room. And they were hanging out there with uh, his father and his father's girlfriend, who was 18 at the time. 
And Anthony asks, Dad, can I have my first sexual experience with your girlfriend? And Blackie says, sure, son. And they go back to the house. His dad builds a big bed out of four mattresses and watches his son Anthony bang his girlfriend. He bought a fort? He, he built, built a built fort? built a fort for his 12-year-old son to bang his 18-year-old girlfriend. This started what would uh, turn into be a uh, rather debaucherous lifestyle for one Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, I'm familiar. Now, he wrote a book called Scar Tissue. In that book, his autobiography, he admits to dating Ione Skye a few days before her 16th birthday, meaning that Kiedis would have been approximately 24 years old at the time. The book also contains a topless photo of Skye without an age specified. So he's got an underage girl that he's dating. He's bragging about it in his book. And then he's putting topless photos of her yeah, in the book as well. That, in this day and age, that's like putting a topless picture of your girlfriend on your Instagram. It's not a good move. Um, so Kiedis in his book. Wow, there's a lot of things going on in this book. So he wanted Sky to move in with him. Nice. In his house. 16-year-old girl. He says, come on, move in with me. He gets back from tour. And uh, the mom's not having it. At the time, Anthony Kiedis was a heavy user of heroin and coke. And he was using half-eaten watermelons as candle holders in a house with no furniture. So the mom's like, ah, I don't know about that. But apparently, he then went up to the mom with no shirt on. His arms are bleeding after just injecting heroin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Begs her to let Skye live with him, and she says yes. So, mom of the year over here. Oh, so she is the creep? I still don't know who the creep is. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that, buddy. Okay. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Anthony Keyes also admitted to having sex with someone after about five hours of nonstop, subtle, loving coercion. Sounds a bit date rapey <laughs> to me. I don't know why you'd write about that in your book. Loving coercion. Yeah. Was that a Subtle quote? loving <laughs> coercion. Subtle loving Yeah, five hours straight of it. Come on, baby. Come on. Just, come on. <laughs> you know you want to suck him up. Come on. Me, though. It's not going to bite you. <laughs> Five hours. I would do it after fucking one hour. Yeah, like, fine. <laughs> this woman for five hours put a fight. She had both of her hands on his leg, just pushing her head away from his crotch <laughs> for five hours. <laughs> like she was getting a swirly. No. Um, from an article posted on April 3rd, 1990, the lead singer of the rock group Red Hot Chili Peppers was convicted Tuesday of sexual battery and indecent exposure after a concert in suburban Washington, D.C. Anthony Keaton is 27 at the time was accused of touching a woman's face with his penis after a concert at George Mason University. That old gag. The woman, a student at the university, who served on the university's program board, said the incident occurred outside the band's dressing room after the concert. She got a sweaty dick and balls being shot into your face after a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert in 1989. Not a fun scene. Is that before Blood Sugar Sex Magic? That was, yes. Yeah, so he's not a, as famous yet. He's not famous that He's famous still doing yet. the George Clinton sounding shit at this yeah, point? Yeah, correct. Okay. White funk. Yeah. White boy funk, whatever okay. they were calling it. Now, during the Californication release and tour cycle, Kiedis was dating Claire Essex. According to his autobiography, Scar Tissue, once again, the two were getting high in a hotel room one night, and Essex started convulsing and nearly stopped breathing. So a panicked Anthony Kiedis decided to dial 911. While he was on the line, however, Essex began breathing again. So he just hung up. The hotel desk immediately called, like, hey, did you call the paramedics? He's like, no, no, we're fine. It's, it's all good. And he just started shooting up again. He started getting high with his girlfriend again oh. after she had almost died. Shortly thereafter, police showed up at the door. Kiedis covered his drugs and paraphernalia with a blanket, produced Essex to prove that no one had overdosed. Hey, look, at, we're all here. No one's overdosing over here. Everything's great. And uh, then the sheriff showed up, 
and they recognized Kiedis and left apologetically. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Kiedis. <laughs> my, my, my fault. I loved Under the Bridge. Uh, you, have a great night. You go about your, di- your so, day. So sorry we were loud. We hope we didn't wake that girl up that you're holding in front of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. All right. But this is the big one right here, Vinny. Okay. After a show in New Orleans on the band's first national tour in the mid-'80s, Kiedis met a woman backstage who he described as a reincarnated Southern version of Marilyn Monroe. He asked her to keep him company while he took a shower. She was more than happy to oblige, as he wrote in his autobiography. She immediately threw off her clothes, and we made love on the floor. I had known the girl for five minutes, but I was certain of her affection for me. We spent the night together, and I found out more about her, including the fact that she went to a Catholic school. This would later go on to inspire a song we'll talk about in a minute. The young woman accompanied Red Hot Chili Peppers to Baton Rouge the next day. After the band's show, she pulled Kiedis aside to make a confession. I have to tell you, my father's the chief of police, and the entire state of Louisiana is looking for me because I've gone missing. Oh, and also, I'm 14 years old. So what did Kiedis say to that? Animal House? (laughs) What did Kiedis say when he found out the girl that he was now taking along with him on tour? Something along the lines of... Oh, no! Wrong. He decided to sleep with her again. (laughs) Once he found out she was 14 years old, he decided, okay, well, let's just bang one more time, and then we'll we'll make sure they find you, because I don't need the police all looking for you while you're touring with us. I'm Does Julie know about this? Uh, I <laughs> yeah, like yeah would I, want to I, I, Julie would have some questions. I have a feeling about this. Now that was very creepy. It also inspired a song called "Catholic School Girls Rule." I just have a quick clip of it. I don't want to get us taken down. But... Oh, I remember that song. Holy shit! <laughs> Yeah, the first verse is, in the class she's taking notes, just how deep, deep is my throat? Mother Mary, don't you know, she's got eyes like Marilyn Monroe. So he bangs a 14-year-old, he's like, I should probably write a song and document this. And then he wrote about it in his autobiography. So this guy is not only a creep, he's also dumb. But here's the real kicker, guys. This is why you need to vote for Cara on thecreepoff.com this week. Because what the Red Hot Chili Peppers did is they went from kind of a cool punk funk band they, they kind of almost invented a, a genre of music you know flea is always fun to watch playing the bass sure and they decided to go ahead and start writing fucking ballads like this and this I can't sing and he insists on singing in this band that was never about singing. Did you not get us flagged again? Did you just stop playing I, this? I, I feel like I'm, I'm channeling my inner Tukey. Like, these are all the same song. You just keep writing the same song. Write a different song now. You wrote that song. Write another ah. song. Fucking Anthony Kiedis sucks. He can't sing and he keeps writing the same song Eddie. over and over again. Statutory rape to child. Okay. And bragged about it in his book. So uh, Matt Montgomery, thank you for sending that suggestion into me. I appreciate Matt it. Matt Montgomery, buddy. rotten hell. Um, <laughs> All right. Are you done? I am done. That's my All presentation right. for today. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Brian Johnson. Take it away, sir. The floor is yours. All right. 
Uh, and for the record, have never liked one note that the Chili Peppers have ever played. I can't stand They're the band. I remember my band. friend was super into them in the late 80s. Yep. I'm like, why do you like this shit? I'll, I'll admit, I had Mother's Milk. I liked that that album. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it does not hold up. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that I'm on the wild card uh, episode because it's it's it just opens up everything. Endless you know, possibilities. Like sheriffs dads of uh, weird rock stars and the weird rock stars uh i was gonna go like ceo because i felt that you know this is a this is you guys taught me one thing by watching this show and that's that anybody can be a creep they don't necessarily have to murder kittens they don't necessarily have to be sexual predators they right. serial killers they can be anybody so a ceo obviously is a, a type that could be a, a creep you know, you got Kenneth Lay and Jeff Skilling from uh, from Enron. Mm -hmm. You got this latest chick, Elizabeth Holmes from Theron or Theron oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck with the fake blood shit. Yep. And the the thing that makes these guys creepy is like, what are they doing? They're betraying their shareholders. And what are shareholders but fans of a company, right? They're fans. I think they can make money, but they're fans of the company. So I thought like, well, what other people have fans that might be creeped out by their behavior and then it led me to podcasters and these podcasters there's plenty of creepy ones they don't have to be you know necessarily a uh, a, a podcast hitman type they could be anybody they could be anybody and uh they could be a person that you watch that may or may not have a uh, a creepy paneled basement that smells slightly of must, according to one Chrissy Mayer. I saw that when she was talking to Stuttering John about staying at my house <laughs> at DabbleCon, yeah. So it could be a guy uh -oh. who, ahead of time, agrees. I don't like where this is going. Agrees to a debt, and a man who does not pay his debts is not a man at all in my book. Yes! My creep of the week is yes! Carl. It has yes! to be Carl. Yes! Is, I are you going to be Anthony Kiedis in this one? I think you might. This is, this <laughs> is not fair. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> now, now with the creep off and all this WATP stuff, and most recently, who are these broadcasters? Yep. I watch all this shit, right? So I think I, ha I walk this fine line between fan and participant. And not a lot of people get to do that. Not a lot of people who are fans of all this stuff get to sit in on the show. So I feel that my voice is speaking for more than just me. It's speaking for a couple guys I saw on Reddit, maybe some other people I saw in comments. I think uh, to not fulfill that consequence, Carl, is so shameful. And I get it. I wouldn't want to drive to, to a shithole like that for three days either, but... I feel you got to turn it into something. It's not even the destination. That's the press. Not that I'm afraid of it's the Gary. time, right? It's too far. Yes, it's the time that it would take. I get it. But uh, if but, I could have found one you, friend uh, who wanted to go on a baseball trip with me, I, I could have made it happen. But uh, everyone's mm -hmm. busy this summer. Yeah, but like that, you very you there again. A Welcher, nobody likes them, and this uh, is uh, thankfully uh, we can culturally appropriate that term. I don't think the Welsh are. Uh, going to do anything to us but i i can't tell you how strongly i feel mm -hmm. that you foot should fulfill this consequence and then you could redeem yourself in all the creep off fans eyes and probably some watp people too i mean there's a big crossover i imagine no yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would imagine that there is 
So is that the uh, end of your presentation then, Brian? Is that why I'm there? I don't have a long presentation because <laughs> you know I Come like on, there's so many think... more reasons, Brian. There's so many <laughs> no, more reasons. I, I don't really find Carl that creepy at all, but I did, I did think that this particular act shone so brightly that anything else I brought up was going to be just like a buildup, or if I said it afterwards, diminishing returns. So, uh, yeah, my, my creep for this week is... You know what, could you, could Brian, you... you're right, and you, where I fucked up was I had forgotten there was a rule that we made that if we landed on something you couldn't possibly do, that you mm-hmm. could say, I'm not going to do that, but then the other person gets to pick any other thing from the wheel that you could do. And I forgot about that rule. I should have implemented that because I knew when I hit drive to Gary, Indiana, I was either going to have to get some green screen technology going or it just wasn't going to happen. That, that's my bad. I, sh- I should have put a stop to it immediately. I told Vidi that if you were willing to do it, I think that I would do it with you. Really? If you want to take a ride, yeah. That, that's how much I want to see this through. Two guys <laughs> who have only really talked on the phone, met a couple times in person, but yep. I'll take the ride with you to take Gary. A, take a I would love to, to have that conversation about if you think he's creepy or not after, Brian. I would and love dude, I to have that I fucking hate chat. riding in cars, too. I can't stand being in a car for over an hour. I got a fucking knee thing going on lately that, like, I sit for more than 15 minutes. I can't walk anymore. Okay, so I, I see what's going on <laughs> Well, here he's now. got a feet thing going on since always. Hold on a second. So Brian's, <laughs> Brian's doing this thing now where he's like, Carl, you act like you can't do this thing. I would even do it. I'll even do it right now. I don't even want to do it. So now you're just trying to look even worse. I'll do it, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I don't do it. I told you I'd do it by show. doing this shit. So you all know? three of us? Road trip? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> I'm oh, telling you, oh I got a lot God. of time off. I can do it. <laughs> the uh, We got to create an Instagram account for this so that we can document all of our different stops and antics along the way. I so, know stop are you, cool. Like, look, I like stopping at nerdy places and shit. I know yep. you guys like that. Sure. Oh, Vin- and Vinny, I went to a micro wrestling match the other day. It made me think of you. Ah. Yeah, is, it was like a bunch of little people wrestling. I couldn't believe the turnout. These were not pe- like a guy about a guy. A friend of mine is doing a show about them, uh, about the wrestling league, the micro wrestling league, and um, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be on Discovery. I believe. Uh, sometime early 2024 and i said so to my buddy i said so you salted the crowd right obviously these are people you brought in he said nope 500 people that's awesome at this I would event go to that. this outdoor bar event it was fucking great it was so much fun that sounds amazing carl yeah. do you think there's a venue in gary indiana that would host the creep off live in gary no but you can walk <laughs> into any building they're all vacant we could do it from anywhere <laughs> It's the electric that's tricky. Yeah, that's got hard part. Somebody yeah, the, had to get the, the stabby hobos out. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, um, Vinny, I apologize. I, I know Carl probably has some other creepy traits. Uh, although I do think <laughs> no, earlier. No, you're fine. You, you got it. You nailed it. Earlier, like, he, you were telling him something that I know he doesn't believe. I think Carl's cynical expression should be a meme. Just that, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> oh, Carl it's hard is not a to treasure. be cynical with uh, with Vinny over here. It's hard not to be <laughs> mad at you, Carl. But here's your chance. Can, do you want to spin the wheel twice, or are you going to take Brian up on his offer? Is that a real offer? I'll I'll go with you. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have time to do it uh, unless <laughs> unless Brian and I are going to like do five podcasts on the way there and back. Then I, I could maybe uh, you know a lot of people suggested before, Ming and I Ming and I went on a road trip and we did a podcast. It didn't sound as bad as I thought it would. We had okay. the laughs. It was it was not too bad. Oh, dude! I know exactly what piece of equipment you would need for that. What's That'd that? be easy. What's that? Vinny? It's that mic uh, that lav system that I showed you. The one I sent Mark Norman. Okay. 
It's all coming together. I also have uh, an H4N Zoom recorder, the one that Opie uses for his yeah, podcast. Yeah, the one you recorded the last Detroit show with. <laughs> we all know how, how well that thing sounds. So, yeah. yeah. That'll be H- I, I like the H6. The H4, if I can get technical for just a second, not that great a piece. I actually have an H8 now. I, I'm not going to lie oh, okay. to you. I, I've, upgraded. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've upgraded my, uh, my Zoom recorder. And uh, that was actually really nice. We could, we could actually use that and plug XLRs right. into it. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is we do have some more Super Chats that we want to get caught up on. Uh, De La Two Bucks, can we do this book after John's talking about Anthony Kiedis' uh, scar tissue? Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. We'll have to wait to do that until after we're done watching Thunder in Paradise. Yes. Because that takes precedence to all. Brian, we missed you on Wednesday. Oh, gosh. I missed you guys. Yeah, I really wanted to watch it, but we have uh, this cool thing we do uh, where we play Dungeons and Dragons for people, which I was stunned that people enjoy. I never played before. Okay. So now we do TSD&D, and we have, you know, characters. We constantly argue with the dungeon master, tell him to go fuck himself if we don't like his shit, you know. Sounds amazing. Let me tell you what you missed. exactly like how you're supposed to play. (laughs) Yep. You missed, we found out that there was an entire opening sequence to the first episode that we watched that we didn't see, which has Hulk, and apparently that sidekick guy is Jack Lemmon's kid. We found that out. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jack Lemmon's kid and Hulk Hogan attack Cuba with their boat. Like, they're shooting missiles and fighting the Cuban army. Yeah. And they kidnap a woman out of Cuba, and they take her back to America, which I thought was very patriotic of the Hulkster. And then Hulk could breathe underwater for forever. We yes. learned that. And then we also learned that uh, where we where this whole thing left off was with Hulk being chained up and thrown off the side of a boat into shark-infested waters. I shit you not. <laughs> and that's where we left it off, Brian. So you're caught up. Oh, nice. It's the, it's the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. It really is just fantastic. If, if you're not checking out the Creep Off Patreon we're, we're watching Thunder in Paradise, this Hulk Hogan TV show that is every single show you've ever seen in the 80s and early 90s all wrapped into one. It's Knight Rider. It's Miami Vice. It's just, it's incredible. We found out it has a little Goonies. Yeah, there's a go- definitely Goonies. There's Treasure. There's Treasure Maps. There's Predator for some reason. Predator, like, <laughs> yeah. There's Predator. It's got it all. It's oh, amazing. Yeah, it's really good for something. And uh, uh, one last one, Carl. Read that super chat. All right. Um, Jonaba? 12 five bucks gas money for the road trip <laughs> we're gonna need it all right we can right. live stream from places we we can the, if we go in the fall the the uh weather will be right for doing a little leaf peeping you know we can pull over to the side you know take some pictures oh, sounds office. good oh. <laughs> sounds good now can we get cider and donuts <laughs> fuck yeah now let me ask you this is it quicker to get to gary by driving through canada because i let my mm. passport expire <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to have to probably go the long way, I think. Excuses, excuses. Okay. Well, it's up to you. You can think about this, and you can decide before you spin. If you want to spin twice or if you're going to drive. Are you coming with us, Vinny? Don't put that on me. All right. We'll see, how the, we'll see how the spirit moves me. I would go hang out with Brian. You know, you would just be <laughs> like, I don't know. Like Brian and I would be like, let's go check out comic books. Let's go check out something Oh, my cool. gosh. You'd buy so many toys. Yeah. I'd you guys would go to so many toy stores. Yeah. We have a blast. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's the consequence. He would have to ride with you and me, Brian, and we just torment him all the way to Gary. <laughs> no shit. This sounds way worse than what it used to be. What's oh, my God. On? Him by himself is like a treat for him. He can finally clear his mind. It's just not him talking all the time because that's all he does. If you had nine hours of silence, you would probably mentally destroy yourself. Correct. So, But if we're there, 
to mentally destroy Jabber for there. you. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'm thinking about this now. It's a possibility. All right. Okay. All right. So, Carl, is it time for WATC? Oh, yeah. It is time for WATC. Creepos. If you're not familiar with this, this is a segment on the show that we do because we're petty. We know we are the best true crime podcast in the world, but we also feel like we need to prove it. And the way that we do that is by taking on the other true crime podcasts one at a time. And today, I present to you a podcast called Crime, Creeps, and Coffee. So not the Dick Dreyfus show. So this is the AA. God damn it. <laughs> so so this is like the AA version of all the true crime podcasts. It's not booze, it's coffee. Right. I thought that was interesting. Usually they're they're drinking, but on this one... They're actually, uh, it's, a, it's a morning show. You know, you want to hear about your true crime while you're getting up and getting ready for the, the day that you have. Let's check it out. The morning's murders. Yes. So let's uh, get introduced to our hosts here. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Crime, Creeps, and Coffee. I'm Charlotte. And today we have Stephanie. It's me. And Nicholas. It's me. No. That was glorious. That, that was glorious. My, my voice cracked then. It that was did. Fabulous. That was <laughs> it's me. So as you can tell, these are British people who are going to uh, give us true crime stories from England. And it starts off, you'll be shocked to know, because after that introduction, you're probably thinking like, okay, this is a really well-polished show. These people obviously know what they're doing. Wrong. They're actually not professionals. And they start the show with three minutes of corrections from previous episodes. But we we freely admit that we're not professionals. We we're don't know what we're talking about. We Google a lot. We're enthusiasts. And sometimes we make slips of the tongue. So in Nick's Luca episode, he pronounced um, Jun Lin's vo uh, voice, voice name wrong. He pronounced it Lin Jun, and it is actually Jun Lin. There you go. And we would like to thank Find Me by the Sea for pointing, pointing that out to us. Thank you. People are always really glad when they're corrected. So the problem here is that they have so many listeners and these pesky listeners just keep sending them messages about what they're screwing up all the time. So this is going on for a while and then we get to find out exactly how many listeners they have. Now, Vinny, I don't want you to get jealous and get upset and quit the show when you hear this, okay? <laughs> if I Promise? haven't quit the show yet, I don't think I'm going anywhere, pal. We're not professionals. We Google things, and we're going to get it wrong, but we it's want to research. Give... And it's hard yeah. to tell if anybody is listening to this. I mean, we're just three people sitting in a room with a stuffed fox. <laughs> we are, yeah. yeah the on his head. We don't know what, if people are listening to this. No, but it's nice to know that there are people who listen. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that, though. It warms my fuzzy ass. We do have 283. Art. <laughs> it warms your fuzzy ass. I don't know how fuzzy Hot. your ass is, love. But saying Keeps that, we warm. do have 283 listeners spread out over all platforms. Get in. So Ooh. we're getting there. 283? Whoa. We're listening to celebrities over here, guys. That many people voted against you last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds like the numbers that all the podcast wars guys argue over. Like, <laughs> I had 280. Right. Yeah, well, I had 300. <laughs> you're right. That's that's pretty sad, but especially when you're that specific about it, we had 283 <laughs> listeners. Like, I mean, all platforms. Yeah, all <laughs> right. So they're actually adding it up. They're actually they're actually counting up. their phone contacts too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I see why they don't have a lot of listeners because this one woman has a very obnoxious laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nick's even like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? 
Why are you doing that? Okay. So Charlotte introduces the story of the Suffolk Strangler, and she is going to read that for us. Now, this is possibly, and we've played these types of clips before. This is some of the worst reading I've ever heard on a true crime show because there's no inflection. There's nothing that's connecting you to the story. It just sounds like it sounds like she's standing in a third grade classroom and she's being told to read out of the textbook in front of the class. A month before she died, she was fired from the massage parlor due to her drug use and unfortunately began to work on the streets. At the time of her death, her mother thought she was a hairdresser, not a sex worker. Tanya's body was found on the 8th of December in the same stretch of water as Gemma's. Her body was closer to an area called Cop Dock Mill. Tanya was last, had last been seen on the 30th of October in Ipswich's red light district, which was close to the town's football stadium. And then Anthony Kiedis slept with a 14-year-old. And then he said, how old are you? And she said 14. And then Anthony Kiedis slept with the 14-year-old again after he found out that she was 14. <sighs> that's not good it's not a good presentation i would agree there's definitely a dynamic quality that's missing yes for sure all right and the other thing that i have to point out and i see this a lot too this this crops up is when they're telling the story and the co-host doesn't know the story you can't get emotionally invested in the characters this is a true crime show You, you can't be surprised when bad things happen Gemma began working as a sex worker to fuel her habit of heroin and crack cocaine. Steph's just like, oh, come on. You're better than this. What are you doing? She had the future in hair. (laughs) Okay, so this is uh, a little bit annoying because this one woman, she just cackles at everything, and now she explains why she's laughing so hard because they have to ask her, like, what is so funny? Yeah, Nat Nat Tun and then Levington. (laughs) Which are all very soft words. Because that's not what I thought. You said said, Nat Cun. No, no, no. I thought. Can can I say it? Yeah. I thought you said that cunt. Uh. Oh, I did nearly in my head. (laughs) I will be saying that in a little bit, that's for sure. That's funny. Okay. That it was ain't a, funny. It was a naughty word. That's very funny, Vinny. Don't you find that to be hilarious? She thought that she had said a swear. I don't. And that's not even that bad over there, right? No, they say that all the time. It's like a jerk or a turkey or something. Yeah, a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's acting real turkey lately. I got to do something about that. All right. Here's an example. Did you try to say real turkey-y? Was that what you were trying to say? She's acting real turkey-y? No, I should have. No, that's funny. That's funnier. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this is something that should have been cut out of the show. I'm guessing there's no editing being done at all. I don't even know what's happening right here, but the woman who's reading the story very poorly gets distracted. Tanya Nichols was age 19. Can you not please? Can you not please? Technology. Elliot Rogers, I swear to God. <laughs> Just everything is still in now. there. We're still in there. <laughs> so, Tanya okay. Nichol was age 19. What is going on here? I, mean, I could have sworn I heard a parrot there for a second. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Maybe it was a parrot. I thought maybe a dog came in the room or maybe one of her children or something. I don't know. Could you pick up on what was going on there? I yeah. understood. It, it sounded like they didn't just didn't know they were on the air anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. They're just like... Can right. we still hear us if we talk real low? Are we are we still doing the show? Because this is really boring. This is not what a show is. <laughs> All right. Thankfully, 
There's one other element to this show that makes it exciting. And that is there is a game show. And you know me on WATP. I love playing game shows. I even put up with that stupid talking potato because he brings fun game shows out of the show. And these guys have a very similar show. It's got a very catchy title or a very similar game. Very catchy title, too. I've got a game for us to play. Oh, are we playing Cluedo? No. I love Cluedo. We're playing a game I've greatly titled Who Said the Thing That I Read Out the Thing Of? Oh, okay. Amazing. Isn't that exciting? They're going to play Who Said the Thing That I Read Out the Thing Of? I mean, it rolls right off the tongue. It's great. I already already ordered the (laughs) t-shirt. It's very exciting. Is there a home game? Well... Later on in the show, they finally get to it. So I wanted to play you what that sounds like. He does change the name of the game at this point to Who Said What Now? Which actually is probably a little catchier, a little punchier, I would say. When I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think two things. One part wants to be real nice and sweet, and the other part wonders what that head would look like on a stick. That's Ed Kemper. You saying Ed Kemper? Yes, yes. You both saying Ed Kemper? No, wanna, no. I'm yes. doubting myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yeah, Kemper. You're both wrong. It was Ed Gein. Oh. Pretty exciting Close. stuff, huh? <laughs> Pretty exciting <laughs> stuff. That's how the game First show game, goes. Right? Now, which one of them has to drive to Gary, Indiana? Both of them. How do you lose together. Okay. All right. What is it about true crime that draws people, like podcasters, to it? Is it just because they think it's easy? They can just look up Wikipedia, read it all. Like, because they like uh, obviously uh, we all have an interest in true crime, but like I do a Patreon episode like once in it, like once every year maybe. Yeah. But like to do a true crime podcast week after week, I feel like the research in there has to be pretty solid, and these people don't do it. Yeah, and they they just don't do it. It's the easiest genre. It's very popular, so you can get listeners pretty easily. But it seems to me like mostly women navigate towards true crime because they're not creative in any single way. It's like, (laughs) oh, I can just read this story that everyone who wants to hear this story has already heard a thousand times, and I'll just read it. And read it in the same way that they read it. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. Like, because you, I think, I really like feel like for a true like, like you guys have a different format. But if you're just going straightforward crime shit, like you have to be like Boudet, where like he has a team researching shit, right? And like the production is amazing. It's yep. like just sitting around talking to your friends about like, hey, did you hear about that case? Yeah, that's if you're not thing. entertaining, man, you're fucking done. When you've heard really good true crime shows, you gotta sit there and go, why would I make a show? I can't do anything close to this. Which is why yeah. we ruin true crime for everyone that loves this show. Correct. All right, I have one more clip for you guys. I want you guys to play along to the who said what now game okay next one next one okay you know a long time ago being crazy meant something nowadays everybody's crazy Vinny, who said it ted bundy brian you have a guess on that i don't not on this one it was manson who cares manson huh? <laughs> pretty exciting stuff huh pretty good Pretty good game. Who cares? <laughs> what the hell is he supposed to be? <laughs> right, so that, that's my presentation. Crime, Creeps, and Coffee. The good news is that this show stopped making new episodes back in 2020. So don't worry. You will not stumble upon this anytime soon. Yay. Do, and what stops do, do, them? Do, 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 <laughs> so happy. Like, what stops them from continuing the, the show, too? Like, if you're truly interested in it, like, unless they're like, hey, we're going to make a bundle off this. And they didn't. Like, why stop? I don't get it. Yeah, maybe they maybe they rebranded it, or uh, maybe they just got bored of each other. 
People are like, you suck. Man. Yeah, they're just like, I can't, I can't look at your face anymore. What are you going to stop doing this? 238 people going to do? I know. I feel bad for them. Hopefully they found another show. Well, actually, hopefully COVID got them, but okay. Moving on. All right. We got uh, voicemails, right? You said that we got oh. more voicemails than ever before. This, I certainly uh... did. Yeah. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. Syracuse police have accused a high school teacher of sending over 600 illicit texts to a student. Police worry he may have gotten away with it had that student known how to read. See you in Syracuse. All right, Carl. I see what you did there. Here we go. Where do we start? Let's start here. Carl, this is bullshit. You're not going to Gary's fucking Indiana. You're certainly not getting to fucking get a pack of those. Been the consequence all over on Divinity, you motherfucker. It's been like five fucking months. Fuck you. Fucking spin the wheel. Fucking do your consequences, you punk bitch. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting uh, a couple voicemails like that. All right. Well, here's one that's maybe a little more stern. Oh, good. Hey, mate. Uh, so now that the integrity of the show has officially just been compromised and lost, so has my vote, and I just want it to be known, and, you know, it'd be a shame if I influenced anyone else, uh, that every single week I will be voting for Vinny until I see a picture of Carl in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> That's it. It's as simple as that. Every single week I will vote for Vinny. I do not negotiate with terrorists. I do not negotiate with Carl Berger. I will be voting for Vinny. Fuck you! Thank you, sir. Uh, Listen, that's not the way this game works. If we're gonna lose the integrity of the game, if you're voting for the one person every week, you gotta listen to the arguments. You gotta t- decide who brought the bigger creep. All Am right. I right, Brian? Here's my favorite one. This. Guy's, I mean, that's the game. <laughs> that's the game. This guy's mad. Hey, Vinny, Winnie, people's champ. I'm sorry, dude, but I gotta nominate you for creep of the week. Because it's become obvious that you're podcasting with a middle schooler. This fucking kid, Carl, he, he's a fucking sore winner, a sore loser. He can't drive. He stole a bike and sold it for drugs that one time. And last week, he literally pulls out the, you cheated first in a row, I'm going to cheat defense. I mean, this, this Carl kid, his, his podcast, the, the middle school gossip table, it's, it's all like, but Chad talked to Kevin, and Kevin said John was a loser, but then John talked to Chad, and Chad said Kevin said blah, 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 bullshit. Way to go, Vinny. Congrats on your win. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I thought that was going a different direction at first. Who are these gossipy teenagers? <laughs> all right. I have a, a voicemail for you. Oh, please. Here. Hey, Carl, here's an idea for the creep-off. Do creepiest person from Georgia, but make Vinny think you mean the state when you actually mean the country. So he'll bring some, like, dime-a-dozen serial killer, then you can bring Stalin or Beria. I think he'd be – I think that'd be pretty funny. All right, thank you, Becky. Bye. All right, let's keep that to ourselves, though. I don't, wanna, I don't want him to know about that. I'll probably forget about it. You'll still get it over on me. Uh, back to Carl hate. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's stay on track. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. I just wanted to call in and uh, let you all know that my vote's going to be going to Vinny from now on. Because <laughs> unlike a certain Piazza hack, Vinny actually does his consequences and follows through. Anyway, that's all I got. Don't call me back. Thank you, sir. 
I just wanted to make sure somebody called Drew Piazza during this. Appreciate it. Oh, my uh, gosh. We went to the baseball game on Saturday night. Okay. And my wife, like, stopped me. She's like, she grabs me. She's like, girl, look at that jersey. There are two guys wearing Piazza jerseys. I'm like, yeah, no, he was a, he was a pretty famous baseball player. You're gonna, yeah, they were You're going to see hands. that at baseball games. <laughs> they were holding hands. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Here's a consequence idea, Carl. Maybe this could be the TBD. I say Carl's consequence should be, since we found out his new place is just down the street from Stuttering John. Oh, boy. Next time he's down at his house in Florida, slumber party with Stuttering John. <laughs> Stay up, eat pizza, wear feety pajamas, spooky movies, sleep on the living room floor. That's the consequence. Stuttering John slumber party. John would Call go it. for it, too. Call it Consequence House. <laughs> Tape everything. <laughs> Carl's Consequence House. That's that's actually a really funny idea. Just have a uh, camera running on us 24-7. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like that's all the hate I'm going to make you all listen right. to I think, today. I think that's enough for now. Yeah. That's, that's you got any more voicemails good. or are we good? I'm good, buddy. All right. Well, let's move on to the Scum Parade. Scum Parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck charades. That these creeps have made Scum Parade Vinny and Carl Gonna tell you about some fuck shit Scum Parade Like stories of a kid Fucked by his mom or dad Soaking up the blood of a cat Scum Parade Now gentlemen Let's head over to Japan Kyoto, Japan A delivery driver's been arrested on suspicion of secretly filming under the skirts of girls using cameras attached to the bottom of his vehicle. Yeah. I've seen people attach cameras to their shoes. Sure. Hide them in coffee cups, attach them to the bottom of shopping bags to get the upskirts. I have never seen Knight Rider rigged for upskirts, Carl. Everyone needs a hobby, Vinny. I find there to be a lot of ingenuity here. Agreed. Uh, Satoshi Nishimura, 44, of Coyote, is accused of filming up the skirts of eight girls including elementary and high school students. He reportedly drove past them on streets on Coyota, driving a light delivery truck between September and December of last year. He's suspected of violating the ordinance of nuisance prevention. So basically, he would go down really narrow streets so the girls would have to move out of the way. And as he would drive by, the cameras were under the, uh, under the truck filming underneath their little dresses. He denies the allegation, saying he was just... Lost looking for a place to park his vehicle, but yeah. the police lodged an investigation in April last year after a female acquaintance of the suspect reported receiving an obscene video. The video differed from those, but it was secretly filmed. And when police searched Nesimura's home, they found more than 30 hard drives containing a large number of voyeuristic videos, including the ones from under the truck. So basically, this guy's more passionate about upskirts than Vinny is about pizza. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Listen, man, people's passions can take them in a lot of weird places. Now, let me ask you this, though, Vinny. Sure. What just, what just happened to my voice? <sighs> let me ask you this. So filming in public is okay. There's People are being filmed all day long everywhere. But the camera can't be point on the ground, pointing up? Because I'm trying to figure out how this is even illegal. 
in Japan. I, when I read that article, I read it as he was using the cameras to help him park, like assist yeah, him. That's like what he. Parking. That's what he said, right? But I got that's what he should have said. <laughs> well, right, exactly. But isn't that odd though? That you you can sit there and film someone like this. But the lower you bring it down, like, where does it become illegal? Well, I think point? it becomes yeah. illegal when they start looking through the hard drives and see the file labeled as teeny girl upskirts. Yeah. I think maybe Little that's underpants. Why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> January 29, whatever. I'm just saying that this whole uh, situation, a lot of ingenuity here, but you got caught, pal. He shouldn't have sent that video. Nobody would have ever known he had done this. This could have been a victimless crime. Correct. Now... Carl, let's move over to Ireland, shall we? This is a fun one. A man named Declan Hawney, he's 41, on Pullerton Road in Carlow, Ireland. He's getting two years in jail after he and a guy named Gareth Coakley took the lifeless body of a guy named Peter Doyle to the post office to pick up his pension check. Yeah, the check was for about 200 pounds. Yes. This is a lot of work to make 200 pounds. So what you're here seeing here is the Irish version of Weekend at Bernie's for a very, very <laughs> low amount of money. And Weekend at Bernie's, everyone loves that movie. Everyone thinks it's hilarious when two guys pretend the guy in between them is alive, but he's actually dead. But for some reason, when you do it at the post office, it's against the law. Here, let me help you sign the back of that check. Yeah. Uncle Doyle. So this whole thing was really funny because nobody at the bank went for it. They immediately figured out that guy's dead. Have you called help for him? Have you? Yeah. Why is what? And they were just like, "Oh, be gone! He's dead." Oh, I had no idea. So, so they left him there. They they noted that <laughs> this is a callous disregard for the dignity and welfare of a dying man, uh, and they refused to offer any type of help. And they literally left him abandoned on the floor of the post office. Yeah, <laughs> they dropped him and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Carry him back home again? The jig is up at that point. Oh my god! That's back a good in point. the day. I was uh, very into painkillers, so much so that like Slingbox was our sponsor, and I sold my Slingbox for like two hundred bucks so I could get drug money, <laughs> which is what I'm assuming these guys are doing. At my height, of did you have to lie and said you still liked it? I what's that? Did you have to lie and still say you had the Slingbox? Oh yeah, it was still a, yeah, it was still a promotion. <laughs> it was still, still an advertiser. Um. But but yeah, I I feel like if I had an uncle, I would probably drag him in and start cashing checks. You okay. Know, when, when I was a little bit low on drug money, you can't put anything past somebody like Good that. Point. Could you put the motherfucker in a wheelchair so you don't leave him on the floor? That's a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Although then you got to buy a wheelchair. That's even less money that you're going to get for drugs. And the right. problem with this is you might be able to get away with this once, probably not twice. Not definitely even, not three definitely times. not even once Vinny. they didn't even get close well, to getting if away you with had this. the wheelchair i think maybe you could just say oh he's not feeling well today are you okay uncle peter here's oh, your check boy. whatever i just think that uh this is a lot of fun and i like their spirit these guys yeah i agree all right a 26 year old nebraska man accused of posing as a high school student at two different schools has been arrested on sex crime charges carl see now We've done a couple of these stories where people who are in their late 20s, early 30s go back to high school, and it never makes sense to me. This one makes sense to me. This one I get. Yeah. Now, this gentleman <laughs> enrolled under his real name was uh, Zachary. Zachary Scheith, and he enrolled in school as Zach Hess. Now, 
He purported to be a 17-year-old student. He was actually 26 years old, mm-hmm. and he had graduated in 2015. Now, he's a little dude. He's 5'4 and 120 pounds, so I'm sure he could probably pass the eye test. He did, yeah. Yeah. So he's being charged with sexual assault, use of an electronic device, and what that means is he was engaging with someone via a phone or computer while an individual could be charged with sex trafficking a minor if you coerce or pay certain items. So Basically, the article doesn't know what he did. Yeah, they won't tell you <laughs> what, what he did. what it comes down to. They don't know. They hypothesize. because Yeah, because there's a comma that says, sexual assault, comma, use of an electronic device. Don't tell anyone. I'm doing that right now. What are you doing? Sexually assaulting someone with Using your... an electronic device. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't understand why that was a separate thing, but then they, the article tries to figure it out. They're like, and, and we, what we think that might mean is, is like, make shit up. So this kid apparently went in there and made friends, and I guess he was communicating with them, obviously, in a sexual way, or he wouldn't be uh, charged or anything. I'm right. sure he would be arrested for falsifying documents or something weird. They find a way to charge him with something, but these are very serious uh, things that he's getting nailed with. And he attended school for approximately 54 days. And How horny for kids do you have to be to sit through those fucking classes again? Well, I want to know what his grades were like, because the article does not tell you how he was doing. <laughs> I guarantee you he wasn't ready for the ASATs. I guarantee I love you the, I love the article ready. says, we don't know how many victims there actually are. I can just imagine, like, you go to homeroom one day and they're like, okay, show a hand, ladies. Who fucked us? <laughs> show a hand, please. Come on, hands slowly going up. <laughs> yeah, the girls are looking around like, uh... And then there's the nervous, ugly girl who's like, oh, I did too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the girl pretends she fucked ass just for the clout. <laughs> That's he, the only one. He went down on me, I swear to God. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> when the whole thing is said and done in court, because of that girl, it's going to be like, he's found guilty on 269 counts of sexual assault, and he was acquitted of one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So... Uh, this is a very interesting situation. I would kind of keep an eye on it. If there's any more developments, I'll let you guys know. Uh, let's head down to Florida for our last creep. I knew you couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't bring me on without some shit like this. Yeah, I know. This has been going on every week. By the way, Sarah, who did that song, submitted a new um, Super Chat jingle for WATS. And if anybody wants to send us a Super Chat, I'll play that for you. Oh, good call. Hey, you know what? Some Speaking of people sending us stuff, I forgot to do this earlier, but Mr. Magenta mm. came through this week with a brand new victim blame drop. Oh, no shit. To the <laughs> tune of Rat Song Shame, Shame, Shame. Nice. Which I was not familiar with. But here you go, kids. Here's the new Mr. Magenta Victim blame, you should have known better than to be a cunt. Victim blame, and now it don't matter, cause you're fucking dead. You've got your own self to blame, now it's time to feel the pain brought by Carl and Vinay. It's such a crying shame to get victim blamed. Well done, Mr. Magenta. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Very good. I had to make sure we squeezed that in. Now let's head to Miami. A woman is facing charges after she was accused of killing a man's puppy 
by disemboweling the animal and then threatening to do the same to its owner. It's one way to get your point across, I'd say. It's a good one. Yandlin I'd, I'd be Marin. like, I'm listening. Oh, what did you need, honey? Did you need me <laughs> yeah. to pay more attention to you? <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be glad to. Uh, this woman, Yadlin Marin, she's 19. And that does explain a lot of this, I feel like. Ah, here comes Husey. Husey! Hey, Brian Johnson, where's the rest of ACDC, huh? Bwahaha! Roasted! Good one, Husey. Uh, they're hanging out with ZZ Top. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I get it because of the beard. Super, yeah, yeah. super chat, super chat now. Kyle's gonna read a super chat. Super, super chat. Oh, come on now. Mike would do it, but he can't. Hey! Woo! Oh, yeah. Very good stuff. Husey, by the way, congratulations on being the funniest person on Ray DeVito's show even when you're not on Ray DeVito's show. That was well done, sir. Husey is a talent. Yes, he is. Now, this woman's been charged with second-degree animal cruelty and misdemeanor battery in connection with the incident that happened on July 20th. A judge declined to set bail. Awesome. Police were called to the residence. They spoke to the owner of the puppy, who was told by a friend that his pet dog had been disemboweled in the bathroom. When the man walked into the bathroom, he saw the scene that and saw Marin sitting in the bathtub and told the victim, quote, you're next. So just to be serious real quick, they should just put this woman down, right? There's no fixing this. Yeah, I would say not. Okay. When you're that yeah, young 19, and that's what you're up she's to. she's fucked up she's 19, early. she's got a face tattoo, a neck tattoo, mm-hmm. and she's disemboweling puppies in the bathroom. This is a problem. So this is what's scary. He calls the cops and she got away. She was running around for seven days loose after this. <laughs> she got loose. <laughs> she got off her leash. Oh, no. And the fucking nobody knew where she was. And then seven days later, she shows up at this guy's house, banging on the door, demanding to be let in. Uh, he calls the cops and she gets arrested. And the officer who arrested her alleged that she blew spit in my face. Yeah. As she was being taken. She's into a problem. Custody. That one for sure. She's not great. It's, it's weird, too. Her neck tattoo is of a bird. An animal. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, what's her deal? What was her face tattoo? Is it her name or something? I couldn't read it. I I had no idea. It looks like a name. It was letters. Yeah, it looked illegible to me. I'm wondering if it's written backwards. If she gave it to herself in the mirror, that'd be pretty funny. (laughs) Now, is it just me? Because we've been doing, you know, we had uh, cats being microwaved last week, and now puppies are being disemboweled. How can we never hear about PETA anymore? I feel like a few years ago, PETA was all over everywhere all the time and i have not heard that organization brought up in years i feel like they kind of got they, over, they, they overdid didn't it they right? get caught for euthanizing animals or something they were no, i don't think so i think they maybe like overplayed their hand a little bit people are like oh, fuck you Peter. <laughs> we're done with yeah, you yeah with the wrapping themselves up in plastic and being bloody and especially like they'd like to target celebrities like big yeah. names so that it gets more ink because somebody like this they're going to be like anybody except for another psycho is going to be like, well, obviously this lady's fucked up. So right, this yeah. isn't like, there was never going to be any ethical They don't have to condemn this publicly is what you're saying. It's like, no, right, we, yeah. we're all I with think you. Like, this like everybody gets this. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> well, I mean, but they, I don't even have a statement from them here is my, is Carl's I know, I, I don't see it at all anymore. And PD used to be all over everything. Yeah. Yeah, this I very think... insightful comment did come from a neighbor, though. I can't imagine somebody doing something to a dog or cat or any animals. They are innocent. Yeah. Just, I know they had they played that in. on the the news clip that was on this site. They actually yeah. interviewed someone to say that they put it on the news. Like, yeah, no, we know. 
Now, now that you mentioned it, they are innocent. I think they're right. Yeah, nobody was like scratching their head, being like, "I don't know." <laughs> well, unless what did the puppy to, do? Unless it's happened to my neighbor's dog that wakes you up every fucking morning, barking <laughs> in the backyard. That one not so innocent. Oh my god! And then Carl looked at him and said, "You're next." <laughs> Richard Lucas, thanks for the buck ninety nine. We all know it's Zelensky. That's why you lost, Carl. I should have gone with Zelensky. Damn it! You're right, Richard. Yeah, then we would have been thrown off of YouTube. We would have been done Oh, God, for. yeah. Probably so, be in jail right now. Carl, that's the scum parade for this week. I guess that means it's time for you to make a choice. Have a sip of your drink. I'm spinning one time. Let's go. You go. We're going to Gary? He's going wow. to Gary. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. Carl, we're going to switch spots, okay? Okay. This is momentous. I, I, I don't know if they cut this kind of stuff All out, right. but if they don't, I'll Woo! keep it going with this incredibly insightful monologue <laughs> carl's putting the headphones Vinny sitting down what a boy that chair really went down lower when i got there <laughs> it really sucked down huh? it really did <laughs> apropos right. of nothing Vinny, my wife asked that you keep your glasses on she said you look weird without them oh you know i love mary saying. beth no no what else did she say about Vinny? <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to tell me did about myself how, how fat he is she likes everything else oh, yeah, okay. just the glasses. nice <laughs> she, she, she likes your glasses uh-huh. Oh, wow. I like this area over here. I like your glasses. Hate your face. <laughs> um, doing the show standing up really is a different world, world Carl. It, it feels is. good. Yeah, now, I'm patching in here. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh, you got to set up the oh, um, really? what the different numbers represent, yeah, right? Okay. Well, while you're doing that, let me hit your soundboard. I'm going to jack it where the sun always shines. Spread the word now. I need to ease my mind. All right, so number one is winner's choice, which is a cop-out. Number two is Cardiff stand-up. So that's one where Cardiff is going to write a stand-up act for me, and I have to go perform it somewhere, and I assume that will probably be filmed and posted. Oh, the same way my Patrick Michael stand-up was filmed. Correct. Although you did that in front of a pretty large theater in Chicago, too. But I think half the people didn't know what you were doing, which was funny. Uh, murder and makeup. That's yeah, you know where, how to book a show, don't you? Yeah, I sure do. Murder and makeup. That's where. Uh, oh, you had an idea for Detroit. You're going to tell me. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. It's it's a quiet thing. Oh, I thought you wanted to tell me on the show so we could promote WATPLive.com, September 15th at the Magic Bag. Who are these podcasts? Is live. I'll be there. Vinny will be there. Maybe I'll make Brian go. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. I mean, it's not that far from Gary. Brian, if you come to Detroit, we could all hop in a car to Gary, Indiana, and be there in four hours. That's interesting. That's interesting. Making some good points. Now, it's drive to Gary, Indiana. Right. There's no drive back, right? Oh, you want to- You think they have an airport? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm not really- I Like, I know it's a shithole, but I wasn't sure how close the the closest airport might be. Well, you drive there, and then you get murdered. So, yeah, just drive to. (laughs) So, there is no return trip. There's no leaving. That's a one-way voyage. (laughs) Um, If you have one of those wallets where um, you can see the cash, definitely- Carry this around with you when you're in Gary. A little rejection, always, yeah. It's always okay. good. All right. Um, murder and makeup. So that's where I'd have to make a YouTube video where yeah. I'm telling a true crime story while applying makeup like yes. uh, that one. Body. I'm going to talk to my friend Aggie Dune and see if she'll come and help do your makeup for you. Good, because I do not know how to apply makeup. Oh, she'll make you look beautiful. Okay. Now, here's the one that if winner's choice that's happens. That's a tough task, by the way. I don't know if, I don't know if anyone's going to make me beautiful, but all right. I'll play along. <laughs> 
Well, she might have a paper bag or something. Good. Uh, knife edge chops. Yep. Uh, that this would be. You love this one. Yeah, that because that hurts like a motherfucker, and I would love to see you in pain, just a little bit of pain. Okay. Because it'll sting for, uh, like, you know, maybe a couple days. Okay. What's knife edge chop? Just... So it's basically when a pro wrestler does that move where they take their arms like this and they swack you across the chest with it. Okay. It's one of those moves where there's not a fake way to do it because the point of it is to make contact and make the noise. Uh, so it's one of those things where if you get knife edge chopped, the best thing to do is just brace for it because it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's one of those. And my good friend, former WWE superstar Colin Delaney, uh, WWE, ECW, and AEW superstar Colin Delaney, oh boy. Uh, says he'll be glad to deliver those three knife edge chops to Carl for me. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Two hour long song loop, which would be Carl would have to listen to the same song on repeat for two hours while he does a live stream. We could all watch him go insane. That's the consequence house right there. Did you pick a song for that yet? I know you had batted around some ideas. Yeah. It's either going to be Brian. Maybe you could help me decide if we land on that. It's either going to be that Buffalo Bills make me want to shout song uh, over and over and over again for two hours. Song. Or you told me your favorite song of all time is A Day of the Life by the Beatles. I would uh, not, not mind. A Day in the Life. Uh, you never give me your money. Oh, you never give but me your money. I do love A Day in the Life as well. Oh, okay. So whatever your favorite Beatles song is, that's the one we'll play on repeat over and over. We'll just ruin the fat yeah, for you. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. That's not cool. That'd be fun. <laughs> I'm surprised Baby Shark didn't make it into the uh, the finals. All right. Podcast series. So this is where I would have to create, because Vinny had to do this with The Bachelor. Yep. Creeps create- and Roses. I'd have to create a podcast around a subject that I'm not into. What did we talk about? D&D? I well, mean, listeners suggested that you would have to do a D&D show. I don't even know how to do that, but it sounds like Brian doesn't know. Now, Brian said it sounds yeah. fun, so I'm against it. Okay. I'm going with your idea that you pitched earlier. Oh, I yeah. Think. I said I should do a WNBA podcast. <laughs> where I oh, fill boy. you in on all the news and happenings around the WNBA. I'll get you caught up on the scores <laughs> and who's scoring the baskets. This one woman, she had six points in a game. It was amazing. Um, all right. And then she got a single single. (laughs) She hit a free throw. It was incredible. Place went nuts. Um, and then number seven is a hundred dollars to podcast hitman. Yep. You would have to put that into his commissary. And number eight is the old pass the spin. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the wheel is behind Carl. Uh, where she stops, we don't know. Carl, do, do your best. Give it a good spin. The wheel mic'd over here. I do. I'm impressed. Thanks. Good job, <laughs> Last time we didn't hear the clicks. Oh, sh- winner's choice. Damn it. I was so close to eight, too. That's all I wanted to do was get to eight. And here we are with your fate in my fat palm. That's correct, buddy. Brian, wow. anything you want to see him do? Well, I don't I mind making my, my monkey dance for you. You didn't like it. Which one was it? It was uh, send him to the Syracuse Mall dressed in Daisy Dukes and a crop top. <laughs> All right, Vinny, I texted relax. that to Come you. On, relax. Let's not <laughs> let's not get crazy here. <laughs> I said doing? to Carl that I should make him do the polar plunge with me. Yeah, and I, what I what I told Vinny was that's a bad one because it's what eight months away. No, it's in February, right? We're in July still, buddy. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's a long yeah. ways out. Well, I would like some company in the lake is all I'm saying. This way you can't, like, weasel out of it. And 
Why are you doing the polar plunge? Do you because like I lost to Brian. Brian beat the shit out of me in that match we had. So you like doing the polar plunge? I don't like doing the polar plunge. It's not even a consequence, guys. <laughs> I, see, a motherfucker, no, taunt no me more. Cheating. Taunt me more right now, bitch. Taunt me more. All right, you're right. I love you, Vinny. You're you the best. fucking rat in a trap. Taunt me more. Come on, buddy. I'm going. We're gonna go to Gary. All right. We've decided. We've made a whole change in just one week. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to look at the chat. I'm looking at the oh, comments. Right, let's, the chat. let's see what people are saying. Uh, Maybe the biggest super chat will get the consequence. Carl already yeah. wants to send money to podcast it, man. That's right. Oh, <laughs> lots of people saying Brian Johnson is the best, and that's true. Yes. Oh, agreed. That's nice. Thank you, Brian, for doing this. I've been wanting thing. you to have to do yeah, that two-hour song loop for a really long time. Yeah, we've been talking about that for and a And that while. would take up the most time. Yeah, but I think the thing that would suck the most is the knife edge chops. Okay, and uh, that would be a real fun YouTube video. Okay, so uh, Carl, you're getting knife edge chopped, buddy. Motherfucker, you're gonna chop you down. That's not the one I want. Like the edge of my hand, you're going down. No, this is gonna be delivered by your WWE buddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three knife edge chops. <laughs> you can handle that, right? I don't know if I can or not. I've, I've never done professional wrestling well, before. Well, here's the thing, Carl. You you remember that rule you brought up earlier? You could decide, and I'll just pick something. You could you could back out of it right now and just, you know, you've already welched once on something. Well, okay, you just said two different things right there. I say the rule you brought up is people could refuse something, yeah. but then I get to pick. But I already get to pick, so you might as well refuse it now instead of backing out later. I'm not going to back out. We'll do the knife-edge chops. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll You're see if worst. I get Colin here next Monday. You are the worst. I'm pretty bad guy. Now, can I write the script to our match, though? Can I at least? Oh, there's uh, no match. There's no, just no, no, you no, have I'm to gonna, take I'm your gonna, shirt gonna, off. He's going to piss me off and be like, Hogan, like, yeah. oh, no, you should have done that, Colin. After the first one, I'd love to see you try to lift your arm up to be able to do the finger, the no, no, no thing. <laughs> this is really going to hurt me, isn't it? Oh, well, you're going to have to do it after the show, I would imagine. Hmm. I'll have ice ready and stuff for you. Jesus Christ, Vinny. This is this sounds horrendous. Yeah, we want to see that red chest for sure. Yeah. This sounds horrendous, buddy. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Did you ever think, when, back when you called me, you said, hey, I got an idea for a podcast. Will you do it with me? That this was all just for three years later, just having a pro wrestler beat me up? Is that what you, that was the goal all along? And you call me slow. <laughs> Here we are. Pull it into the station, folks. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. All right. Carl. 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 Yes, sir. People are making a point. And oh. here's the thing that does. Fuck. What's the point? Fuck. What do we got? Well. I did this thing with XPW not too long ago where we had like a pro wrestling thing. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to like broadcast you doing wrestling, any wrestling stuff. I have to find out. Yeah. Cause if I, it, like they had to have an ambulance and paramedics. Yeah. And it's it's hard to um, sanction violence against somebody. I don't know if you thought this all the way through, Vinny. All right. Buffalo bills. <laughs> make me want to shout two hour song loop. It is cocksucker. <laughs> Fine, fine. What do you gonna? Why do you want to schedule it? Uh, you can do it from your house whenever you want to. But the bills you better make you want to shout for two hours. Oh boy, who's gonna want to watch that? It's gonna be. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Tortures for everyone. We just need to make sure that people. Oh, I'm sure people will watch it and monitor it. I hope they stream snipe the hell out of it. (laughs) Yeah, you get chance stream sniping. (laughs) Brian, do you want to do a show where we stream snipe Carl doing his consequence? (laughs) 
I mean, I think the question is, why wouldn't I want it to? Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, oh Carl. By the, by the end of that, I'm going to have, have a Dolphins jersey on, probably. I'll be so tired of this shit. I'll have one on standby. <laughs> it's way easier than an ambulance. Radish diff with two euros. Pass the spin to Brian. I mean, that would be, <laughs> be very difficult. He's singing. It would be very difficult to yeah. do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what an episode. What a great show we had today. I want to thank you all for tuning us tuning in. Do we have any more super chats? Yeah, gut for two bucks says PETA definitely puts down a ton of animals. That's okay. what I heard, and I think that pe- they kind of kept that a secret, and it got out, and they lost a lot of money. Oh, yeah, that, I I knew something happened because they, they couldn't just, just get disappeared. television actresses to pose half nude for that thing. Do you remember how they had that for about five years? Yes, that was so lame. It was kind of hot. It's kind of hot. That made me like animals a little bit. Yeah, better. I don't know, like, like half naked celebrities. It's that that's never annoying to me. Okay, it's when I they open their mouths. Stop touching my board. No, I like your board. I want to play with it. Get your goblin. <laughs> get your fucking goblin fingers off oh, my shut board. The fuck out. Uh, oh, one more coming in here. This is from Uncle Sammy Poo. Five bucks. Hi, bunny. You know. Ah, uh, look at this. I got Carl's <laughs> you board. Got my board. You are fake news. There you go. Oh, my God. All right. This show is d- devolving right now. Let's <laughs> let's wrap things up here, Vinny. What, yeah, I just want to point out, I'm looking at Carl's soundboard, and there is nothing that's labeled like creep-off drops. It's all W-A-T-P, W-A-T-S. There's, there's two different creep-off boards on there. You can see it right on the left side. It's two different ones. Just devoted to the creep-off. Oh, she. I was wrong. I was wrong. I take it back. All right. It's nice to be important. It's more important. I'm sorry. (laughs) We were going to end on that part, but I was just going to say, make sure you check out Tell Him Steve Dave if you haven't already. Yes. Uh, Brian, uh, how can we plug you, man? That's about it. How can we plug your holes, buddy? If you go to tellhimstevedave.com, it's all there. TellHimStevedave.com. So it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're both using your mouse. Sorry. Yeah. I was, what are you trying to I do to I was trying to hit the close for it. I was ready to do it. <laughs> Get out of here. I was right on it. Get out of here. This is not a joke.